listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 73. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I am your host, Angela, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I am a business consultant and coach helping women in business to develop the foundational framework and strategy they need to grow sustainable and profitable businesses. Now, have you ever considered how many manual tasks you're doing in your business every single day, every single week, every single month? You kind of get the picture. Have you ever sat down and honestly worked out exactly what this works out to in minutes and hours? Because this, my friends, affects your overall profitability and your effective hourly rate. If you haven't sat down and figured this out, then I suggest you do so. Because when you do, you're going to want to know all about automation and how you can implement this into your business. Because seriously, people, we all need as much free time as we can get to not only work on growing our business, but also being with our family and taking care of ourselves. So today I am thrilled. And when I say thrilled, I'm beyond thrilled to have a very, very, very good friend on the show. In fact, this guy is like a little brother to me, the little brother I never had. He makes me laugh. He's beyond filled with knowledge and is just truly, truly a gem to be around. That amazing human I'm speaking of is James Rose from Content Snare and JimmyRose.me. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite, favorite topics. And that's an inside joke. James will know. All right. But what that means is that we're going to talk about what does automation mean in your business? Why should people care about automation? And what are those key benefits that you're going to see in your business? We're also going to talk about what Zapier is and what that's all about. What things could be automated in your business? if there's anything that shouldn't be automated. And also we're going to talk about how people can start such as yourself today on automating things within your business to free up your time. So get ready and buckle in because this is an episode you're not going to want to miss. Welcome to the show, James. That time you had me on. (laughs) I mean, yes, it has been a work in progress. I mean, let's be honest. I whatever my episode, whatever at this stage. And we've been talking about this since pretty much when I was thinking about having a podcast. So I'm super excited to finally have you on board. Yeah, it has been ages and I'm very excited to be here. So yes, now you've just come back at time of recording. You've just come back from the United States. You were over at Inbound. How was that? It was intense, let's say. Uh, most conferences I go to are maybe 100 people or so, maybe a couple of hundred. This one was 25,000, so it was kind of ridiculous. It was more of a party, I think, than a conference. But yeah, it was fun. Fun? What was your key takeaway? Oh, I didn't have any takeaways. I just met people and drank a lot. <laughs> well, that is, and we do know you love a good beer, which leads me to my first question. One of the things that I like to do uh, so that my audience gets to know a little bit about the guests that we have on the podcast is I ask them one question. And that one question I'm asking you is, what is your all-time favorite beer? Because I know you're a little bit of a Ooh. beer connoisseur. Is that the right word? Uh, you love a good craft beer. It's fine that you rate the craft beers. I know on this little app that you have because James and I hang out quite regularly. We go to a lot of conferences together. We've known each other for 
it's only three years, but it feels much longer than three years. Yeah, so I know, yeah. I know you love a good craft beer. So what is your go-to craft beer? So um, instead of beer connoisseur, I actually prefer the term beer wanker. Um, <laughs> okay, beer wanker. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? Right now, I guess it's it's winning because of recency. I actually had a beer from Trillium Brewery in Boston while I was there for inbounds called Danish Guy. And it was a 14.3% stout with almond, cinnamon, and vanilla. And it was freaking amazing. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Was it? So I'm assuming that was like, again, obviously a dark beer. Yeah, super dark. Super dark. All right. And 14%, you can't, do you know what I mean, go wrong with that either. Yeah, no, you can only have like maybe half a glass. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously you can tell if you're not already that James and I were really good friends. He's like a brother to me. So I'm glad to have him on the show. He loves a good beer. And, but James, tell us a little bit more about what you do, a little bit more about your business background. Right. So, I mean, the, our main thing has always been software. And I say Al because I've had a business partner since... I want to say 2010, I think that was when we incorporated. But uh, yeah, we, we started a software company. We've built three different software products since then. Um, one of them was sold in 2017 to a Silicon Valley-based investment firm. Uh, and we're in the process of selling another one now. And uh, now we have a product for web designers uh, and they use it to collect website content and information from their clients. And it's called Content Snare. Um, but more recently, I've had a lot of people interested in automation because I, I am pretty obsessed with automating different parts of my business, mostly because I like being lazy and I want more time. <laughs> so, Who doesn't? Yeah, preach that one, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I sort of spruik it a lot. I talk about automation and I had a bunch of people ask me for help. So, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm in the middle of recording a course. I have a YouTube channel and I'm trying to teach people about automation. And which is great because what I love about you, James, is you're very practical, very hands-on. And we're going to talk about automation all today, which is great because I think a lot of businesses, especially those first starting out, they're trying to do everything and everything. They are wanting more time because who doesn't want more time, especially when you're in that really early phases of business. But their brain is about to explode because there's so much that they have to already know that automation, I feel, kind of gets pushed to the side. So when people are almost at the point of breaking... And so really, that's why I wanted to have you on the podcast, because I want to start planting seeds for people that you can start automating from day one. You just have to be educated about what it is. And I guess that leads into kind of our first question is, for, to, for the purposes of today and just in general, can you talk a little bit more about, you know, collectively, what, what does automation be, mean for business? Well, it means having more time and uh, and stuff happening without you doing it. I just just quickly, uh, though, you, you mentioned like people hitting a breaking point, uh, like with yes. automation, and it's it's funny because funny you mentioned that because that's actually what got me obsessed with automation in the first place. Is I was I hit a point where I was trying to do I was trying to do too much stuff myself. Um, and hit like an absolute breaking point because I was like a terrible person to be around. I was stressed all the time. And then I actually kind of went the other, like fully pendulum swing the other way and just got totally obsessed with automation, um, which is kind of what started started this journey. But to answer that question, like to me, it, it just means exactly that, like getting time back, stuff happening without me doing it. Uh, like I was actually writing a sales page the other day and I wanted to sort of articulate how much uh, time I tend to save with automation. And uh, I looked at my Zapier account and it had run about 9,000 tasks in a month. And if you assume that's 30 seconds per task, that's like like time saved. 
that adds up to like 75 hours a month of things that just happened without me like touching anything at all. So I think that's the easiest way to describe what automation means for business. You know, like everyone can do with another 75 hours a month. Gosh, absolutely. So again, so and again, for those out there that are now having heart failure, all right, you're not going to obviously get to 9,000 automations at the beginning. We're going to take it slow. <laughs> We're going to talk you through it. But once James, you know, because I've known him for so long, kind of found that automation rhythm about what he could automate. And we'll talk about that a little later on and how he could automate. He's just been, an, you know, almost like an automation ninja because he sees the benefits. And so that's going to mean great. And one of those key benefits for anyone out there whether or not James loves to skateboard, more time to skateboard, more time to drink, <laughs> more time to be with your kids, more time to travel, whatever that is for you, no one will ever say no to being able to have more free time on their hands. So I guess that goes into to my next question is, okay, we've got the free time, but why should people care about automation? What are some of those core benefits other than just say time? Well, I guess... Uh, the main benefit for me is exactly what you just covered. It's more time to do other stuff, but that doesn't necessarily mean skateboarding and drinking beer or traveling or whatever, but it also means like productivity. Productivity Mm -hmm. is a big thing for me because that's almost like time that I can reinvest back into the business. You know, it's not, it's not, I'm not just taking that time and then going and running around like a Muppet. I, that's now stuff that time that I use to actually grow my business, you know, instead of doing, process or like um, menial repetitive tasks, I can be trying to get more clients and actually growing the business. Uh, So productivity is the big one. Um, One for me is headspace. That's a really big benefit for me because, uh, and when I say headspace, I mean, it's like the knowledge that something is getting done without my input is actually, I don't know, it kind of helps keep me sane. Like, I remember I had a, another breaking point is when I was at a friend's house uh, hanging out one day and it was a work day. Uh, well, technically, it was like a Tuesday, right? So, uh, but because I have a business, I, I thought I'd be able to take that day off because you know we're supposed to be able to work when we want. <laughs> and uh, instead, I was just like freaking out all day that I wasn't working and I was checking my phone every five minutes and, and it was just like was kind of anxious feeling and it just sucked. And that was uh, a, another big turning point for me where I was like, and, and that's what automation has helped me sort of overcome is like knowing things are happening when I'm not there. It kind of calms that feeling a little bit for me. Yep. And because again, we all have that feeling at some stage, it will just be different for each of us, that level of anxiety. And so not only with the headspace, would you also say through this process, you've had to learn almost to not find yourself again, that's kind of way far out there. But what I'm saying is, is like being able to let go and know that it's going to be okay. So you talked about productivity, you talked about time, you talked about headspace, but also I guess relying on, you know, we'll talk about Zapier, Zapier here in a minute about um, allowing other people, hence the automation to do other things for your business, like letting go, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of the same as when you hire someone, you know, it's that same feeling that you need to, to like let go of needing to do everything. Um, but I mean, to me, that's a little bit different because with automation, I know it's going to get done right. It's mm-hmm. not so much like, I think people need to let go when they, when they're hiring someone and let other people take on that work. But with automation, once it's set up, it's actually, there's no human error, right? Like it, it just does, does what you tell it to do and it keeps doing it. But for me, like I know, because again, James has helped me with, you know, automation to some degree in my business. I'm not fully anywhere as a ninja as James. But I know for me, though, I still like I know the automation stuff is running, but I still am like, 
is it working? It, did this happen? You know, like I still have this, and because I, I haven't learned to fully let go yet. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, or right. Like, you have you like you just let it rock and roll, and it rock and rolls. So again, for me is for the because I'm still quite new to the whole automation. You know, I, I do newsletters and all that, but the types of automation that James will talk about here in a minute. And so for me, I've had a hard time letting go. Going is it because I'm a bit of a perfectionist, OCD? Do you know what I mean like to control it? Going that I'm not in control anymore. Um, so that to me has been a bit of a process. And so for those out there too. You know, just as a reminder that as you start to do this, each of you will go through your own individual process because it'll be different for each of you. Again, if you've got tendencies like me, it'll be different. If you've got James's type personality, it'll be different, you know, et cetera. So it is important. So we talked about the benefits. Oh, of it. Hold on. I feel like you're going to struggle with uh, self-driving cars. <laughs> Dude, you can't I, let go. <laughs> no, I will like legit. I'll still be like driving a horse and cart if necessary. Okay? I will not. Yeah be good with uh, look i still i struggle with that concept even though i trust computers you know i think i like you know i've been in that kind of space for almost my whole life i trust that things are going to work once they're working uh, to an extent uh, i still struggle with self-driving cars like that concept to me is like so far Dude, it like freaks me out but again though it will work itself out here and it's not yeah. far off you're also really big i mean we won't talk too much because that would be a whole nother podcast with you yep. about ai you know you're <laughs> really big about ai i know how much you love it uh, and yes, yeah, so the world is changing. And I think that's a, another reason why having you on today to talk about these automations is that, you know, if you don't start to embrace automation, I believe in some way, shape or form, you're going to, your business will start to become stagnant to some degree. Because like you said, there's only so many hours in a day. And, and you, if you can get 75 hours back, your business is obviously able to grow quite exponentially because of the free time, like you talked about, to be the CEO of your business, to work on growing of your business. So again, automation is super, super powerful. Now, one of the platforms that you're really big in using when it comes to creating these automations, I guess, and this is what I guess I think it's important that we start to unpack it for people is, mm. is and again, I say Zapier, you say Zapier, is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I used to say Z uh, Zapier as well, but I've made a, an effort to change to Zapier because that's actually what they want to be called uh, because you create zaps in Zapier. So yeah. Yep. So tell us a little bit about that. So obviously like it's a platform, correct? And what does it actually do? Like so that the businesses out there can start trying to formulate in the head what this looks like. Okay, so Zapier is just one of many automation tools out there. It's probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest for, I guess, workflow automation uh, or connecting different apps together. Like that's that's the main thing it does is connect different things together. And the easiest way to describe what it does is when this happens, do something else. So like when a new contact comes into your CRM, uh, add them to a spreadsheet, for example. So it's like a when, when X happens in one tool, do Y in another tool. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that's pretty much the, the bottom end of like the, I guess the high level view of it. But, and that might sound kind of simplistic, but it, there's so many different things you can do with it that I've kind of discovered over the course of just playing with it over years, right? Mm -hmm. And do you say, like, give us some examples. Give us like five to 10 examples of things that could be auto automated using um, Zapier. Cool. So uh, one of my favorite that I'm using at the moment is to... Uh, basically when someone signs up for our software, so they actually sign like as a paying user, they you know, put their credit card in. Mm -hmm. uh, I then trigger a to-do in, in an app called Bonjoro. 
So uh, you're familiar familiar with Bonjoro, right? I am, but just tell the audience yeah, just so that we're sure. on that. So, so Bonjoro is a tool that uh, allows you to send personalized videos to people. And it's awesome because it's just an app that lives on your phone and you open it up, you get a notification, you open it up, you literally just hit record and start talking and hit stop and send. And that's everything you had to do to send a personalized video to somebody. So that process is so fast that it's just, I don't know, it's, uh, I guess like uh, the leverage or the, uh, the return on investment for that is, is amazing because you're spending about 30 seconds hitting record and talking to a, a phone uh, and they've received a personal video. Uh, and this is, I guess, a good highlight of how automation can uh, combine with personalization and, you know, human to human marketing, as you would say. Yes, you know, I love it. But and exactly <laughs> right. Again, the, the fact that it's so quick, the, all of us have our mobiles at the tip of our, you know, tip of our fingertips. Um, and that again, you can add that human element, but there's also that element of automation. So, so mm. tell us how it works. So someone signs up for your software. And then you, it zaps it to Bonjourno, and then you get the notification to say, hey, Angela's just signed up for Content Snare. Can you Now you need to create the video. Yeah, and then like I literally just hit record, talk to the phone and hit send. And then Bonjourno picks up from that point and it'll uh, send them the email. And if they don't open it or watch it, it will follow up again in three days. Uh, and that all just happens without me having to do anything. So uh, another example uh, that I love is identifying some of our best leads. So there's a thing called lead scoring or uh, lead enrichment, which uh, is basically finding out more information about your leads using an online service. So for example, there's a tool called Lead Score by Zapier, and you can add this for free into any Zap that you have in your account. And it will just based on an email address, it looks up their database and finds out whatever they know about that person. So it might be that they work for a company that has 20 employees, for example. And for us, uh, that's a good metric that uh, that person will be a good client. Like, So the more employees they have generally, they're a bigger business and um, they, will, they stand to get more value out of our product. So then I can filter based on that. So my zap now says every time someone signs up, look up that person and see how many staff they have. Mm -hmm. And if it's more than 20, it actually sends a item into my to-do list. I'm using Trello, but it doesn't really matter. Zapier connects with lots of stuff. It drops in an item in my to-do list to say, hey, can you personally reach out to this person uh, and find out you know, what, what help they need to get set up? So I can give them that sort of personal uh, experience, I guess, because they're more likely to sign up for our tool and they're going to be a higher value customer. So that's another awesome one. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Yep. What's another one? For people, say, starting out in more, do you know what I mean, in that online space? Like I know one that we use is if someone signs up for an email or someone signs up to our Facebook group, the Australian Business Collaborative, and they've given us their email we then zap that into our active campaign, which is our CRM. Mm -hmm. And then we then have um, active campaign picks it up and then we'll run an automation to anyone that joins the Facebook group. That's another one that's been great that we don't then have to go in there and manually enter everyone's email addresses anymore. So that's been super helpful. Any other ones for maybe people just like starting out what they could, you know, let's just say from an e-commerce business, what's something that they could zap or automate from an e-commerce platform? Oof. Um, yeah, I love that you've gone very specific with e-commerce there, but I mean, oh, there's so many things uh, in e-commerce. Uh, like, 
it, if people are like manually printing shipping labels, for example, like I haven't done this, but I know it's possible to, yep. to integrate with services that will create your shipping labels. So you could, if, if you're using an e-commerce system that doesn't create those, uh, you could catch a new order in Zapier and then send it over to whatever system you're using that makes Perfect. shipping. It's just anything where there's like double entry. That's a really big category of automation, I guess, like opportunities for automation. So like that's classic double entry, right? Like um, you have to take the information out of one system and copy and paste it into like a shipping label, you know, whether that's a word document or something, you know, this is, it's just time, wasted time that doesn't need to be wasted. Uh, that can be automated very, very easily. No, fantastic. And I mean, those of you that are new and you're hearing Zapier for the first time, I'd strongly you know, encourage you to go and that's Z-A-P-I-E-R.com and have a look around because if you've got Shopify, if you've got a platform maybe like Teachable, if you've got ConvertKit, if you've got Active Campaign, if you've got like literally there's that many damn do I mean uh, platforms that you can be zapping things from one to the like Google, uh, Gmail for example, zapping that into say PayPal, like PayPal from Stripe. There's so many different combinations that there would be thousands and thousands, would there not, James? Yeah, and Zapier actually makes it pretty easy to find ideas, right? So if you go to zapier.com and hit the explore tab at the top, you can literally just type in all of that, like maybe two or three apps that you're using, and then it gives you some popular Zap ideas of what other people have done. Uh, generally, they're pretty basic, but it's a good place to start, you know, like over time, you can get super, super advanced with Zapier and do a lot of different stuff in in one, like Zap, I guess you would call it. A Zap is just another word for a workflow. But um, if you just go to the Explore tab and and start finding the apps you're already using, it'll just give you some ideas. And that's a really good place to start. And make sure you take your wine or anything like that, because again, <laughs> it is super, super, do you know what I mean, beneficial. Uh, yeah. Because you're going to be mind blown. Like again, Spotify, You've got, there's so many Amazons in there. You've got uh, Slack that's in there. You've got Dropbox that's in there. Seriously, there's that many. Like I'm just looking at it now. You've got Excel spreadsheet. You've got Eventbrite. You've got... Uh, yeah, just about every tool that people are using chat. will be in there. Like most of the popular tools anyway. So no, so fantastic. And have you found in your time of using automations, you know, 9,000 per month as we've just talked mm -hmm. about with you, is there anything that you feel people shouldn't be automating? Well, I mean, it really comes down to relationships, right? Like uh, any human interaction. Like I am so not a fan of chatbots. We've discussed this many times. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I just can't wait for that fad to die and it kind of already is. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I guess they do serve a purpose in some ways, but uh, automating human interaction or like trying to automate relationships is never going to work. But I think like we discussed before, there are opportunities to save time in that space. You know, like the, the fact that we can send personal videos to people with only 30 seconds of our time is a super personal thing uh, and people love it. But there was an element of automation there just to save some of my own time. Mm -hmm. like some people are a little bit against automation because they feel it's so impersonal, but it's, I think you can have both. Exactly. And it's just about how you look at it. It's not like Bongiorno is creating the thing because you've typed in 
some person's name, you know, Alexi, for example, and then you just all of a sudden, it does the video for you and your lips are just moving, right? Like you still have to go in there and still take time to still do that. And people love personalized messages. So if you're able to get that notification to then do the video, your return on investment is going to be extremely high because again, people love touch points. They love knowing that you've taken time out of your day to really focus on them. So you really also have to look at the ROI in these things, you know? Mm. So it's, uh, yeah, and that will come down to individualized business. Now, for those businesses, because I have been lucky enough to have you as a friend. So anytime you've had to talk to me about thing called, you know, zaps or hooks or anything like that, I've just been able to come to you. Um, but I do know that you've been working very hard behind the scenes. And that was another reason why I wanted to get you on board is because you are a great teacher, you are a great mentor. And so how can people get started with this? Uh, if they're looking at Jimmy and being able to free up 75 hours of their own time every single month? Well, one of the best places to start is what we discussed already with that uh, explore directory in Zapier. And there's also an apps directory at the top that you can kind of just play around in and see what the apps you're already using are capable of using Zapier. Um, Other than that, I mean, head to my website, if you like, jimmyrose.me. And I've also got a YouTube channel. If you go to jimmyrose.me slash YT, um, they'll take you over to the YouTube channel. And that's where I'm trying to just show people what is possible, go through some examples. um, And eventually, I will have a course uh, available teaching people how to use Zapier. uh, And that'll be available. If you go to the website, there's a uh, link in the header to the Zapier course. It's on um, just like a waiting list at the moment because it doesn't actually exist yet. (laughs) But um, I'm nearly there. Um, It's been a hell of a lot of work, way more than I thought it would be as uh, pretty much any course creator could attest to. But yeah, we're getting there. You're getting there. And I would strongly encourage, I've seen already some of what James is doing with that course. I've seen full hands. As many of you know, I will only recommend people that I either have high, high standards for or that I've actually used them myself. And James is one of them. He is a man of of his word. And again, automation is his jam. So if you are looking at being able to automate uh, in some of the ways that James has talked about today, I would strongly encourage you to head to his website and get on that wait list because it is definitely a course. Uh, that is going to, do you know I mean, uh, knock your socks off, to say the hmm. least. Now, one final question that I like to ask all my guests, and that question to you, James, is, is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started in business? Oh, man. Uh, not everything's going to go the way you think it's going to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's I feel probably like the... I- I feel like that was like not really thought out there, James. I feel like you hesitated there for a minute. Like, oh my goodness, well, I didn't, I question didn't, and um, didn't know I was going to ask this. Yes, that's exactly what, <laughs> what it was. Uh, I love that you sprung this on me, just like my uh, my favorite beer. That's like a, that's that's even even harder question to answer. Uh, <laughs> no, like, oh man, there's so many things. There's so 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 many things. Like the one the one that really stands out for me is like no matter. Like even if you do everything right that uh, people say you should do, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work the way they say. You know what I mean? Like there's there's like a lot of guru stuff going on where they say that you know if you do all these things you'll be sweet, but really I mean business just comes down to hard work and and pushing through so many 
barriers and it's just uh, just this constant slog uh, for a long time you know that's probably the biggest thing I wish and, I and then we talk about you know if everyone if it was easy we'd all be millionaires right. really you know and it isn't it's and again I, I don't as you know i'm not a believer in the hustle i do believe though that there is hard work that has to take place it doesn't mean that it's gonna have to be hard forever but when yeah. you're first starting off as i've talked often in the podcast if you've got someone who's working eight hours a day on their business plodding along being consistent you know showing up and you've got someone who's only able to work two hours a day, and that's okay. Just know that that person working the eight hours, if they're being consistent and being productive, they're probably going to move quicker than you. You know, So it comes down to choices about what you choose to do. But there is an essence of hard work at the beginning, 100%. Yeah. I can agree more on that. Now, um, also, before we sign off, just a reminder that my team and I will also be putting together the whole transcription for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And of course, I cover all sorts of related business and life topics inside my Facebook community, the Australian Business Collaborative. So feel free to head over there. And for the rest of you, I hope you have a fabulous day no matter where you are in the world. And I look forward to having you join me again next week for another episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Thanks so much, James, for being on today. And I look forward to, yeah, probably seeing you maybe tomorrow at the co-working space. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thanks, Angela. All right. Bye, honey. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson. www.angelahenderson.com.au